You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. In this edition of Ari Snapshots, we're chatting with Ari Agronomy Team Researcher Dr Yasin Khalil about his latest paper which identified the world's first glyphosate-resistant capeweed. So we're going to learn all about that and the implications for farmers. But firstly, Yasin does join me. How are you going, Yasin? Uh, thanks very much, uh, Jess. Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah. Very exciting to have this research out. And it is the world's first identified glyphosate-resistant capeweed. How did this finding come about, Yasin? Yeah, it's actually been first identified in Western Australia in an area called Broden, close to Albany. And it's actually been observed by an agronomist called uh, Brent Pritchard. Yeah, and then he contacted us and, and sent us some seeds for further test and proper sort of evaluation for the status. And so what was the process that you went through to establish that this capeweed population was resistant? Yeah, it was actually due to an issue with this specific species. It took us nearly two years or just over two years to come up to the final sort of uh, report and results. So we've started actually with the small amount of the seeds we got from the agronomist. And then we've tested that uh, or screened it for resistance using sort of yeah, different mode of action and multiple chemicals. And after that, we took the survival from the first uh, sort of initial. And yeah, we found out actually some of that population or some plants are surviving uh, glyphosate application at the recommended rate from one to two liters per hectare. And then from there, we multiplied that. We've got the seed and get the second generation. And we went further, actually, we've tested, we have did the dose response study for the field collected population, the initial one. Yeah, and we compared that to a susceptible uh, capeweed population. It's been collected from an area, an cropped area near York. And after that, we've followed up and we did another uh, dose response study and in that dose response study we've actually compared the sub population which is the selected population from Cape Wheat against six different Cape Wheat population and they were all susceptible it's been collected from the wheat belt area and after that actually we've did some initial sort of uh, nuclear-based work in order to identify and see what sort of mechanism is behind this resistant. Sounds very rigorous, you've seen. Quite a rigorous process to go through to find that finding. And so what does this research mean for farmers? So actually it means a lot and to be honest it's not good news. That is the sort of main things we should know about it. So it's actually in another way we are in a way on another trying to lose one of very valuable sort of herbicides, which is a glyphosate. And also, so the other points, that population has been detected and started from an area which is uncropped area or it's uncropped part from the farm. It was the fence line, the fire break and the drainage area. And 
to the farmers it means they are blowing out their valuable chemical like herbicides in uncropped area so they need to pay attention to that and from there so the population spread into the paddock so they should start reviewing their sort of practices or the way they control this uncropped area and pay more attention so we avoid things happening in the future for other species apart from the cape wheat. So would there be other control measures that you would recommend that they diversify their approach with in those uncropped areas you're seeing? Definitely, definitely some other options are available so they can use other mode of actions apart from the glyphosate Paraquat can be used or the mixture of paraquat diaquat is a spray seed can be used also. Non-chemical options as well like cultivation can be used as well. I can't guarantee that the sort of the resistant won't develop but instead of it's been developed in one year so that will take many years in order to develop so that will give us more time actually for the resistant population to reach to the cropping area. Makes sense. And so Yassine, can you just go into a little bit more detail of your actual findings in your research? Yeah, so through that process that I've mentioned now, so we found out from the, actually from the initial screening, so that the population or the field collected population, it's glyphosate resistant. And we found out actually it's nearly fourfold more resistant than the susceptible population compared. And in the follow-up sort of dose response study, yeah, after it's been selected, so we found out that actually this resistance went up to 11 fold more than the susceptible populations also six different popula susceptible population we've compared against so from the sort of the initial nuclear based work we've did we found out actually it's not sort of a mutation based mechanism which is behind this sort of uh, this type of resistance so that means more work will need in order to investigate and develop, explore that area. What are the plans then for the further research on, on this? Do you have plans in the works for it? Actually, I've talked and it's been mentioned and it's clear in the paper that's paper being written and all the work done with other colleagues from ARI. So actually, we are planning or hoping to get a PhD student who is going to work in order to develop or explore the other possible mechanism behind the glyphosate resistance and also part from the findings actually we found out that this cape wheat population it's showing a sort of sign of resistance to other chemicals which are uh, metzolam and daflofenicin so those two sort of chemicals also they may be a topic for further study and can be included in if we are managed to get the phd students working on that whole topic great we'll keep everyone in the loop with that and ping newman has also written ari insight on this topic so i will provide that link in the podcast notes and you can also read the publication in full on our ari website which i'll also give you the link to in those notes as well so thank you so much yasin for explaining that research we really appreciate hearing from you Thank you very much. appreciate the time and giving me the opportunity actually to convey this important message to, this, to all stakeholders and mainly the growers in Western Australia. Thank you.